Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Is is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary tight end Jason Dunn. Guys, if it's your first time tuning in to Chief Concerns from our Bleacher Report fans, we're happy to have you Everybody else, it's been a you know wild two weeks as far as you know getting all these shows in. We got a new betting show, we have our Monday morning show, post game show, and our of course we're always gonna come back home to uh, our regular Chief Concern show. So uh, we're uh, we're happy to preview the uh, Chicago Bears at Kansas City Chiefs game this coming weekend. JD, how we doing, my brother? What's going on, Marcus? How's it going, man? I hey, look and I and, and I feel you on this. It's a whole different schedule for us, doing things a little bit differently, uh, but. It's kind of growing on me a little bit, right? It's like, okay, we'll we'll see. Maybe get a little bit more creative in some of the things that we're doing. We're putting out here for some of the fans, obviously, and uh, I like it. You know, what I like more than anything else, and I, I, I'm sure you agree, is I love the comments, uh, the engagement with the fans. You know, kind of talking. I, I love having conversations with people out here. You know, kind of talking about the Chiefs, man. I, so one of our favorite topics. We're gonna keep this thing going, right? Of course. Uh, now, what, I, what I loved last week, we had our uh, betting show. So, yeah, if, if you guys didn't know, we have a betting show uh, Friday where we pick out five props uh, with the co-host, our, our co-host, my brother, Tasia Dash. Um, and I think one of the comments uh, uh, last week on, on that episode was uh, someone who's like, I'm not a better, but I like I like the whole angle of looking at the game from that perspective because it's like you have Tasia saying the props or myself saying props and you're giving the – the, the football perspective of, of why you could see that. And also it's kind of, I mean, obviously you, you, we, we talk X's and O's and stuff, but like it's just a different way of looking at it, the numbers and why they may not work, why they could work. Um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting when like, and I, and I believe it was a, or, or one of our guys, ARG chiefs, who's not really a better, but he said it just made him look at the game a little differently. I thought you thought that was interesting. Take. Yeah, no, I'm, and I'm not a big better either. Not at all. Uh, I was kind of explaining this to uh, to a couple of my brothers about some of the parlay bets, you know, putting these things down. Uh, and I was like, man, it's the, you know what? It, it, it changed the game significantly, right? It's a whole different – it's a game inside of a game in a sense, right? And, I, like, I got into fantasy. You know, I wasn't doing fantasy before then. Got into it, started liking it a little bit, 
you know, and it just kind of made me more of a fan of different teams. Obviously, you know, you want your guys to do well. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I do. I like the whole betting aspect to this thing. I really do. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, it gives us a way to look at uh, the different numbers, whether it's uh, the guys in our team or, like you said, like fantasy-wise, looking at their team. And also, too, I think one of the other comments was, as a fantasy guy, not really much, but better, this actually helps me because I I think someone had Christian Kirk on their on their team, and, like, because of listening to our show last week, they ended up starting Christian Kirk. I thought that was, thought that was funny. Uh, and and yeah. Tage was right. He had a spot on. He had a great game. He had a great game. <laughs> I think I, I think Tage went four or five last week on his prop bets, so I'm sorry if uh, – Actually, his player props all hit, but the only one that did not hit was the over-under for the total points of the game. I think he had over 50 points. Obviously, it was 20. So so let me understand something. So you got to hit all the bets to win the money. Is that how it goes? So you get 25 on those five bets or whatever it was that he covered. Yeah. Right? And that's where you get the money part of it. Yep. But there's also bets that you can do. Say, yeah, I don't want all five. I could just do four. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, you, you can do that. Okay. So like, let's say, like, yeah, let's say you only like four of Tage's props. You could just put up the parlay of only four legs. That was a five leg okay. parlay. So, like, you could just say, "Yeah, I like those three. I don't want to go with the other ones." Um, so, yeah, you, you, yeah, you yeah. can do that. Okay, cool, cool. Hey, we're, we're, we're looking at you. We're, we're getting you acclimated to the betting world. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. look. I, and the only thing, I'm, look, I live here in horse country. You know, we got the horse races and stuff like that because of, uh, you know, uh, Keeneland and Churchill Downs, obviously with the Derby. So, you know, that's really pretty much only betting I, I do. And it's only during that time. I'm not I'm not a big better in, in, in any other things. So uh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. A little fun. Yeah, it's a d- different take on uh, of looking at uh, games and, and such. Um, yeah. So obviously. So what, what, what we have going on this week, man? What, what we have going on this week? Is, is there, you know, somebody we could talk about the betting in this game and stuff like that. What is going on in uh, Chiefs Kingdom uh, with the Bears right now? So that's that. That's the thing. So uh, the Bears. Um, we'll, we'll, obviously, we're gonna get into this with our last topic, the predictions uh, side of things. But yeah, Bears. Uh, we are almost a two touchdown favorite against uh, the Bears. A twelve and a half point favorite on uh, on uh, Sunday at four twenty-five. I believe it's the uh, in some parts of the country, it's America's game of the week. Um, where I live, uh, we don't have that. We have, we have the Cowboys game as being the America's game of the week. So luckily, I've been Sunday ticket, so I'll be able to watch it. But yeah, we're playing the Chicago Bears, who are off to a pretty rough start. Um, uh, today they lost their left tackle. He's going to be out for the uh, the season, or he's on IR, so I don't know how long he's going to be out. But they are out oh, wow. their center, left guard, left tackle, and I believe their right guard too. Like they're down to the reserves. Pretty much the, the only one who's not a reserve is uh, Darnell Wright, who's going to stay at right tackle for them. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Darnell Wright, the guy we. They got big fans. Apparently, they're refusing to move him to left tackle. They want to keep him at right tackle. They, they, that's that. They just want to keep him there. I, I I was reading some some of these Bears bloggers, and they were talking about how like it's a good thing to keep Darnell Wright at right tackle because if they are as bad as they think they're going to be, uh, they're going to they want to draft the uh, the left tackle for Penn State. Um, apparently, it's supposed to be one of the best left tackles to come out in a long time. I haven't really done much research on it, but yeah, apparently a lot of Bears fans want to get him as their left tackle. So. No, and I believe they have two first round picks, so they can they can do a lot uh, in this uh, upcoming draft. Where are you looking, man? They're gonna have to do something. Yeah, look, look yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty bad. A little bleak up there in uh, old Chicago right now. I know. Got a feel for the fans. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, we're gonna get into it with our, our week three preview with the Bears. So right off the bat, JD, we're gonna talk defense. Um, so yeah. While the defense has looked amazing so far this year, only allowing two touchdowns in week one without Chris Jones against two extremely talented offenses, Lions 
and the Jacksonville Jaguars got teams who were filled with the athletes and skill players across the board, uh, only allowing two touchdowns in two games is insane. Um, but yeah, the one thing that's still continuing to, to come back um, as kind of a thing to think about is something we talked about last year, which was turnover differential, something that we just did not do good in last year. Playoffs, we freaking dominated. If you just if you calculate the, the, the turnover differential in the playoffs, we dominated. Defense came to life as far as getting you know creating interceptions, fumbles, all that stuff. But right now, only two games in, so it's not really a big worry. But as of right now, we are only one of five teams that have yet to intercept a pass, and uh, we are negative two in turnover differential on the season. Um, puts us at around the middle of the pack. But uh, as far as interceptions, only one of five uh, teams without one so far. And that's something that we struggled with last year. I know we talked about that being the maybe the rookies on defense in the secondary. Um, but this week, uh, our luck may turn around playing the Chicago Bears who have turned it over more for, for more more than every other team besides Minnesota Vikings so far. So the NFC North kind of rough in the turnover department uh, with a total of six oh, yeah. turnovers, four fumbles, two interceptions. So far, the, the uh, Bears have uh, turned it over four fumbles and two interceptions. So, yeah, six turnovers for them. Hopefully it might be a, a little coming out party as far as uh, picking off some passes. But, J.D., what is it to, to kind of – I know it's a tough thing to kind of look at as far as – why aren't we able to kind of create turnovers as much as say some of these other teams out there? And the fact that we haven't really, as far as interceptions, I believe I looked at it. We're only one of five teams and all the other teams there. I don't think the bears picked off a pass yet. Uh, I believe the Raiders haven't picked off a pass yet. It's been just kind of rough as far as the other teams that we're, in, we're mixed in with that have not picked off uh, a ball yet. What, yeah, what, yeah, what does yeah. the defense need to do to be in order to kind of create that? And what do you see is that you think it may be an issue as to why that it hasn't happened for us? Uh, you know, it, I think it, it's, it's a few things, but let me just start with this. Uh, as my old coach used to say, it's the little things. Okay. Boy, kid who just passed away. God rest his soul. Uh, love you coach. Uh, but he, he always emphasized the little things and some of the little things that it takes is like punching at the football when you're in a crowd. Okay. Maybe stripping a guy, you know, from the backside when you get in to get a little handsy with everything. Uh, put your helmet on the football. Uh, so those little things like that is, is you know, will usually bring up fumbles. Sometimes you can help dictate what goes on by just doing the little things. And so also, too, being in the right position. Sometimes, you know, getting uh, fumbles and interceptions, it, it, it takes a little bit of luck. It takes some, you know, being in the right place at the right time. But a lot of these things can be dictated by, let's just say, maybe a guy throwing, quarterback's throwing the ball. Get your hand up in the passing lane, right? I mean, those things that we've seen, I've seen Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh did one, got one flicked up. T.J. Watts picked one up, took it in for a touchdown. And so it, it, it's taken everybody has to get on board with what it is that you're trying to do. And, you, you know, you work on these things in practice. You really do. But for a guy mentally, defensively to think about it, you just got to go open your mind like, okay, getting a guy down, rip at the ball, rip at it, punch at the ball, have, like I said, helmet on the ball. So there's many things that could be happening with this. Uh, but also, too, uh, we got to get pressure on the quarterback. Sometimes pressure on quarterbacks tend to make them throw errant throws, right? We, we know this. And they, don't, they throw things that you don't, they, they don't want to throw. They're off the back foot. They're getting thrown down. Ball's in the air. Next thing you know. Picked off, you're running back the other way, touchdown, right? Bolton. So I just told you, that's what's going to happen. Bolton's going to get one, running back for a touchdown this week. Uh, 
No, I like it. I like it. But I, th I think it's really what it is, man. I think it's really what it is. Uh, and so uh, these things you got to just emphasize. You got to emphasize it. Uh, Spaz got to emphasize it. But also, too, the players-wise, when they talk to each other, like, man, get that ball out, right? Go ahead, rip at the ball, you know, and, and make sure that you're getting the pressure. Get your hands up in the lane. If you're not getting back there to get the sack, at least do something to knock that ball down. So, yeah, several things. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, so, so far, we have had so uh, zero interceptions and two fumble recoveries. So, yeah, that's the, that's our um, that's our that's our thing. Yeah, we had the we had that one. Um, it was the, it was the one that Detroit game, and did we have one last week? I think we had one last week, didn't we? Um, I know we gave up the ball uh, fumbles twice last yeah. week, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking at it, I was trying to see if there's kind of a parallel with the teams that have nine or seven of the ball. There really is no parallel here. So, uh, Chiefs one and one. Actually, all ha all teams that have have not given up besides the Bears. So you have uh, Bears, Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, Giants. Every team on that list besides the Bears is one and one. Um, so, not really no undefeated oh, wow. teams in there who have not picked up a pass yet. But but that's that's important. You know, when you want your defense as, as good as they've been playing. You know, you do want turnovers, right? That's that's the production you're actually looking for, uh, is is getting a team to turn the ball over. And I think you know, with uh, with the emergence of uh, Chris Jones coming back to the defense, uh, just his presence and impactfulness uh, is going to help generate the pressure that I was talking about on the quarterbacks. Uh, like I said, to make some throws. So all these things help determine, you know, getting more opportunities uh, for these these turnovers to happen. And especially, like you said, this week, because of the, the the things that's going on with the Bears right now, with, you know, uh, with fields, you know, guys not getting open. You know, now we're hearing, you know, these different things going on with, with you know, the, the D coordinator being, you know, resigning. And, you know, there, there's a lot of different things that's going on. So, you know, when, when you have this many things happening, uh, then – you know, you want to kind of take advantage of that, especially on the field. Uh, and if, if Justin Fields is running around, he doesn't feel uh, very confident. He's talking about he wants to play well. He wants to play better. Uh, he may put a little bit more on his shoulders, take off running. So I think if he's going to take off running, this is a good time this week to start stripping stripping at the ball with him running the football, right? So uh, I think it kind of, it, it definitely works in our favor defensively. It's just, you know, getting more hats on him. Yeah, he talked about in his press conference today. He talked about how so far he's been kind of robotic, um, like just I, I, based on the way he kind of made it sound. It sounds like he's saying like you know more robotic. He's trying to stick to the script that they kind of have for him. He's not really him. He's not allowing him to be himself. So maybe they kind of let him oh into like hey man like just do what you gotta do. And that's what they did last year, and they actually kind of looked to where they kind of like let him do his thing. And I know at the beginning of the season they, they didn't want him to see him run as much as he did last year, but like. That's like one of the that's, that's one of the best things he he has going for him is his wheels. That's 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 a strong suit. That's, I mean, why would you take away you know one of his his greatest superpowers is his legs? Okay, why would you handicap a guy like that by saying oh, okay, just play within you know the script of what we want you to do in the scheme? Well, if he's better suited that you know he could he could take off running. He's one of the fastest quarterbacks out there. He does a great job once he gets out of, of the pocket running with the football. Why would you want to? To, to, to hinder him from doing that. And so, it, you know what? He's right. He has been playing robotic. And I've seen that. And the reason I know, because I got him on my fantasy team. 
<laughs> he's been he's been killing me. Oh my gosh, he's killing me. You know, or you know, the defense is killing me, or the offensive coordinators is killing me. One, it's, but it, look, he ain't gonna start for me this week, okay? Because he's going to get the Chiefs for one. All right, but two, uh, I don't think he's gonna be that effective against the defense because, like I said, the defense is gonna be humming. Uh, but yeah, man, Justin Fields—he's in danger with his legs. He's in danger with it. So. I, I just don't understand that. Like you, like you got to know what you what you got in a weapon. You have to. Uh, and this is not just just talking about the Bears, but also too. I'm just gonna move over to the Chiefs real quick. Okay, I'm gonna move over to the Chiefs. It's the same thing. Like we got to utilize our weapons on offense uh, as well. Part of that being the running backs. Okay, let's just be honest here. Let's you utilize some of the weapons. We got weapons out there. Utilize them. Same thing, and I know we'll get this a little bit later. I know you won't keep me on 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 on, on point with this, man. But same thing with these these young wide receivers, right? Rasheed Rice and Justin Ross getting these guys out there, maybe to get them a little bit more looks. You know, of course, with Richard Jane being hurt, we're gonna be able to see that. Okay, but I, I just want to say, I don't. I just want to get off my tail while I was talking. <laughs> You're good. I know. But go ahead. We go here. No, it's one thing too. Like I know it's also coincidental that the um, that he that he's saying this right. Because uh, he knows mm-hmm. he's going against uh, D line that has Chris Jones, um, and he knows that he has O line issues as far as he has reserves at every oh. position besides a right tackle. So I, it's pretty. I, obviously, I think he's may, maybe trying to make a statement like, "Hey, like, I do not want to be stuck in the pocket against with with, our, with the reserves at O line and with the who's co- and who we're going to face this weekend." So hey, like I'm going to have to do my own thing this week. Let's get me let's get me into like doing my own thing and getting into a rhythm. Because he's going to have to be scrambling out of the pocket this week. I mean, with yes. reserves at every position besides a right tackle. I mean, yeah, we had, we had to deal with that in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But, like, man. Ugh. Dude, that, look, that's that's a, that's a bad spot to be in. I mean, uh, your line is looking like Swiss cheese, okay? And you sitting over there thinking, I got I know going into the game, I got to run for my life. I'm going to be sitting over in a, in a huddle calling plays, looking at these guys, and all of them looking back at me like, Man, you see Chris Jones on the other side over there. I'm about to go again. Like, yeah, so I can get your get your mind in the game. Uh, but yeah, he, that's his money. That's his money. He knows you're putting yourself in jeopardy and risk having, you know, guys who may that may, may not necessarily be starters, uh, trying to hold up against uh, a defense like uh, like the Chiefs and Spags, who's going to bring pressure. That's definitely you got to do it this week. Bring pressure against this guy. You got to make sure you don't get to the outside on you, right? That's the thing about it. Uh, we've got fast linebackers. We've got fast linebackers. I think our secondary could be able to hold their, their receivers down. They got some good receivers, okay? But you can't get the ball to him. And you can't get the ball to him when we pressure. You can't get the ball to him when we're sacking you. We're bringing pressure from all the different places, and we're smacking you all over the place. So hopefully that it, it keeps up, uh, you know, this week. No doubt about it. So you think schematically, why you think you're going to see a, a a lot of blitz packages from Spags this week more so than usual with the with, the, with their O line injuries? I, I, you know what? I don't know if it'd be more than usual, but you, I would definitely emphasize that we're coming after him. We're coming after the football, right? We talked about it, and I guarantee he's emphasized the same thing. Like we need turnovers. We need turnovers. We need to get some fumbles. We need to get us some interceptions. This is the week the week we're going to be able to do it. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you make sure you bring. Uh, uh, an exorbitant amount of pressure against an offense that is right now trying to stop the the daggone bullet wound uh, bleeding out because that's the way they look right now. So 
And I, I did like the way they, they utilized um, Chris Jones last week, kind of moving him all over the defensive line. I know we usually do that, but just seeing him right out the gate playing DT, and I think he had a sack. Uh, one of his sacks came from uh, they left the end spot. Um, it's just, it, it, it was just nice kind of seeing our guy back and kind of doing doing it all on that, on that D-line. We, we, we missed it week one. Missed it. Missed it. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it should be an interesting one. I'm interested to see the um, – I, I don't think they had it last week because they, they didn't know how much Chris Jones was going to play, but I'm curious to see what the betting line is going to be for uh, sacks total for the Chiefs on um, on uh, Sunday. be interesting. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Maybe it's maybe it's where I need to lay some money down this week on, you know, some of these little parlay bets and whatnot. Yeah, right? what's going on? Yeah, I, I bet they think that uh, it might not, the number the number might not even be on there because they they think it might just be a ridiculous amount of uh, sacks this weekend. But man, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, I, I I feel for Fields, you know, like hearing that, like now, like after seeing the left tackles out, all these guys are out of their line, like. Yeah, no crap, dude. Let me freaking do my thing. I do not want to be sta- a statue in the pocket this week, especially against the, with what we were facing. Man, no sir, no sir. Um, all right. So you you mentioned you, we talked about offense, so we're gonna we're gonna head over to the offense now. Um, so obviously, story of the year so far has been that our almighty high powered offense is just like a shell, looking like a shell of itself. Um, and obviously, most experts do not think it's gonna last long. We don't think it's gonna last long. When you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, it'll be figured out. And honestly, if there is one thing that you want to, to, have, to have to be struggling with, if you are the Chiefs, is offense because you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. It's like, okay, it's we'll figure it out. It won't be before long before it's all uh, figured out. Um, uh, especially only especially while the defense is doing well. Yeah. Only if with, if the defense is doing well, they're doing a, a very a tremendous job. They're picking up the slack oh, big time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Looking at the next six weeks, obviously this week we play the 0-2 Bears. Next six weeks, we have six opponents who have a combined record of 1-11. So this would be the, the time to figure out the offense because you're not going against any uh, any world beaters over the next week six weeks. Um, but, yeah, the team we face this weekend has allowed the fourth most uh, yards per game and have allowed the second most points per game so far this year. Only two weeks in, I know, but those two weeks have not been the best for the Chicago Bears. Um, so this sounds as about as good. Uh, this sounds as about as good of a get-right game as any games uh, so far. Um, my question is: you, you bring up running, rushing the ball on the Bleacher Report uh, stream earlier. You talked about needing to run the ball a little bit more and get the rhythm going. What do you want to see from the offense this weekend? Even and let's say Pacheco is not even there Sunday. Do you still want to see that more of a balanced approach that we have not had the last few weeks? Uh, I do. I do. This week is going to be very important on the opposite side of the balls, man, that uh, they call a good game. And to be honest with you, I'm looking more this week that it's not even about the Bears. It's about what we do offensively, okay? And it's trying to establish this whole mindset about who it is, your your identity going into the season and what you want to be, okay? So basically, what it, I'm looking at this. You know, our offense needs to do three things, okay, going into this week. Number one, number one, first and foremost, you got to establish the run, okay? We're talking about a team that gets plenty of yards. You have to establish the run. You can only dictate what a defense does when you keep the defense guessing on what it is you're going to do. When they're thinking that we're going to go ahead and just throw the football, you know, a billion times a game, then guess what? Then they know they could just be able to tee off and just come after Patrick Mahomes every chance they get. And so they, they got some talented guys to rush the passer. We know this. Uh, but 
if if we mix it up, right? Talk about the run game, mix those things up. Guess what? We could keep everybody on their heels. We could get the young guys established because you don't establish a run. Now it opens up lanes. Now you keep the defense honest. And so that's very important that you have to establish the run. Pacheco, CH, McKinnon, you got to give the, the guys up front. You got to give the running backs an opportunity to work into the offense so they can, they can, we can see what they can do. Plus, you got to help out the whole line. It helps out the whole line tremendously. All those guys up front, to me, are more suited for run blocking. Okay. Put this most offensive linemen, if not all offensive linemen, want to push on the power. They want to hit guys in the mouth and run through them. That's what they want to do. They want to, they want to be a physical team. So let's establish being a physical team, right? That's what you have to do. It's got to have physical attitude by the coaches because you have the guys up front that can do that. Okay. So no. So number two, I said three things, right? Here's my second emphasis. We need to challenge the wide receivers. Okay. These young wide receivers in particular. All right. So we've talked about, hey, Kadarius Tony made a few catches. Scott Moore done a tremendous job getting about three catches last week, got into the end zone. That's great. This week, I've said this about us. So let's establish some of the younger guys in our offense as well. Richie James is going to be out. Okay. This is an ideal time to get Rasheed Rice and get Justin, Justin Ross a few more looks. Okay, see what they can do offensively. Make sure we establish that these young guys, and let them understand what the standard is. When we're talking about scoring points, we're talking about getting open, we're talking about catching uh, and, and being a part of this offense to dictate who we want to be. The wide receivers, the young guys, got to understand this. They have to. So that's one of the things that we have to do this week is we need to challenge the wide receivers to be better. Okay? We want to be a great offensive team. Challenge the wide receivers to be better, especially young guys, okay? Uh, another thing that has to be emphasized in that, that will be them running crisp, detailed route, okay? Catch the football, and then go be a playmaker. Make plays. I got to see these young guys make plays, all right? Look, everybody's screaming for you to come out here. Yeah, we want the young guys out here. Fine. They got to make plays while they get the, you know, when their names get called, okay? Number three thing, this is the third and final emphasis. We have to eliminate the penalties. We, we, we got to eliminate them, okay? I mean, when you're looking at the things that put us in a bad position, the things that is a drive killer, the things that just absolutely completely demoralize your offense is the penalties at the most unopportune time doing it. And it's taking you back. And now you're third and long, okay? And you're first and 15, first and 20. And it's horrible. It is an absolutely horrible place to be as an offense, as a quarterback, as a coach, to call a game like that when you're always constantly behind eight ball. You don't get, you know, field position like you should. And so that being that, putting in bad positions like that destroys, it, it does, destroys the morale of the team. Special teams got to help out with that too. They really do. And they, and they haven't done anything, their part, in helping out the offense uh, in establishing a great uh, great field position. So those are my three things, right? Establish the run, challenge your young wide receivers, and we got to eliminate the penalties, okay? So, yeah, we talked about the whole Juwan Taylor and him lining up and everybody's going to debate the things. The rules are the rules, okay? The rules are the rules. We know, 
and we should know, if we don't know this by now, that we're going to be held to a higher standard more than everybody else. Going forward, that's what it is, pure and simple, pure and simple. Last year, it was picking on Chris Jones. This year, it might be Juwan Taylor, what we're looking at right now, all right? So everybody's going to be screaming about the Chiefs and what they're doing and what they're trying to get away with and, oh, you know, y'all got the refs on the payroll and all that. Man, that's crazy to me, okay? We just got to play within the confines of what we do. We got to be a more disciplined football team offensively, and those things like that's going to happen. So that's what I'm – all three things right there in the phase of the game, what we need to do to win because it's all about us. So uh, this week we have um, – obviously you mentioned Richie James going to be out for foreseeable future. Andy said a few weeks. Uh, MCL injury of some sort of sprain, I'm assuming. Um, and then Kadarius Tony sprained toe. So I don't know. He said day to day, so that could mean with Andy with Andy talk, that could mean a lot of things. I know I remember a few years back, Eric Berry was a day to day for like the entire season until the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know what that with the sprained toe uh, could be just another injury for Tony. But hey, man, look, 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 Andy's just don't give him nothing. Let him let him guess. We don't hey, we don't want you. Game planning for anybody who's going to be who's not going to be there. Don't give them nothing. You'll find out, sun, you'll find out Sunday morning, essentially, what Andy's, Andy's saying. That's right. <laughs> That's when you find out. <laughs> but so last week, um, Justin Ross, eight uh, eight reps. Richie James had three reps. He had a one dropped pass. Forget, forget the, muff, uh, the muff punt. But no, he had one drop uh, pass. But uh, yeah. just Ross didn't get any targets last week. He had a target the week before. Do you think as we get – Further and further into the season, you think we'll start to see that number come up? Because week one, Richie James outsnapped him. Week two, he outsnaps Richie James. Richie James is out now. Do you think we'll start to see more and more of Justin Ross acclimation, especially with these guys who are getting injured? And when you're playing a team like the Bears, who is 0-2 and has a lot of issues on, on their side of the ball, do you think we it, it would be a good spot to actually get guys like Rice and Ross in there with, with you know maybe not trying to play guys who are who are injured right now? Yeah, don't play guys that's injured. So, but you make sure you play guys that are ready. You know, I mean, we can't just say, hey, Justin Ross needs to play because we like him. And he did a couple, you know, good things during preseason. He's got to play better than MVS in practice and be more consistent. So we don't know what's going on in practice. You know, when they're making this evaluation, they ain't like coaches are saying, well, we don't like Justin Ross because we, you know, he can't do it. They're making the decision based off how guys are performing, okay? And if they feel like they can trust guys. So if they feel like they can trust Justin Walls, Ross, then he will play. Put it this way. I don't care who you are. It's not a popularity contest by no means in the NFL, okay? Same participation pro- trophies at all. This is about wins and losses here in the NFL. So all about wins, okay? When you lose, you get, you get fired. You get canned, okay? We're trying to win. If Justin Ross gives a better opportunity to win. Yes, he gets put in the game. Pure and simple. We we could count up how many how many reps he had and stuff like that. Coaches got to see it. There's things we see and we like. Oh man, he looks perfect. He looks great. But we don't know if he's if he's doing everything that he needs to do to get out on the field. We don't know that. It's a depth chart. But I know we he needs an opportunity just to show that. And so if they feel like it warrants that, he's he's earned his 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 spot. To get more, you know, get more reps, then he will get them. He will get them. But, you know, we still need to establish MVX. What is he doing? Yeah. Right? So, last week, 
the the two leading receivers was Justin Watson and Sky Moore, two guys that showed up for the Chiefs last week. Yeah. Where's MVS? And if he MVS didn't get the job done, yes, Justin Ross, yes, uh, Rasheed Rice should get more reps. Yeah, undoubtedly, undoubtedly. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, two targets week one, and I don't remember him getting a target last week. Um, MVS refer- referring to, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that's, that's, yeah, that's why, that's why we have this question right now. What, what, what does the offense need to do? The offense needs to get the ball to, and, and, I, and I'm saying they need to get the ball to MVS. The highest paying receiver we have in our roster, get him the ball. Let's, let's figure out a way to get him the ball. He's a burner. But I mean, you know, he's proven time and time again he can make elite catches. So let's get him the ball in some way. Get him the ball, man. Uh, you know, let's get him the ball. You know, I don't know if he's not getting open or you know, we just not seeing him. Like I said, I, I think a lot of emphasis needs to be on the detail of the of route running. And there's some things that we can look at that Patrick, and he said it in the press conference. Now I said this last week is the frustration comes from him. He's seeing the frustration. He's the one grimacing at this, like, ah, man, what's going on out here? Because I'm expecting guys to be in particular areas, and they're not. It was it was when I seen Sky Moore they threw uh, to him, uh, and he didn't snap around in the route. You know, I know we kind of like kind of feel the 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 the, the windows uh, in the zones as a receiver, tight end. Anytime you catch the football, you want to. It's a field thing. It's a field thing, and coaches got to emphasize this. But there's times that you you just got to be de- detailed in what you're doing. So when I'm saying that you snap around, give the give the quarterback your number, it's got to be like this, right? Turn around, ball. I want the ball now. So you you letting the the, the 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 quarterback know that you're open and you're ready for the ball immediately right now. But if you're if you're just drifting in the zone and drifting and drifting, that's why some of the balls may seem like they're off from from Patrick, okay? Because guys are drifting. Yeah, man, turn around, okay? Be present. Open your hands up. Get it. So, I don't know. I'm just putting my coaching hat on because this, that's how I would emphasize. It's like, man, hey, we got we to look. We got to do a much better job in this. This is not okay. This this this, uh, this drifting. What we're doing is not all right. Snap him around. Give him a target so he can throw the football. Uh-huh. Okay. And he knows you're open. He sees your hands. He knows you're ready to to get the ball delivered to him. Okay. Let's give him more of a target so he can he can make the decision. Make it happen. Make it easy on Patrick. Make it easy on him. Yeah. So. Little things that uh, can give you trust between a quarterback and a receiver. It's the little things. Yes, sir. It's the little things, Marcus. Always. Little things. The game of life and the game of football. Absolutely. You see it right, EKU? I'm pointing at it. It's like my finger's right on it. Yes, sir. It's a matter of pride. It's the little things that matter. Like you said, not just on the football field, but in life. In life. Yeah, that's why they say football is one of those things that can teach you valuable lessons. That's why they say everyone should play football because it can teach you very valuable lessons that it will keep with you for the rest of your life. And from playing from playing as a, as a little kid, you know, I'm still, I still have uh, things that my uh, first ankle biters coach taught me, you know. So, like, it's one of those things. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. All right, so now we're going to get to our final topic. It's our game predictions. So the Chiefs are a 12.5-point favorite. And obviously, 425 game at, uh, at home hosting the Chicago Bears, America's Game of the Week in certain parts of the country. Um, in the Mahomes era, so I did some research here. So in the Mahomes era, the Chiefs are 19 and two when they are a double-digit favorite. The only two losses came Sunday night in 2019 against the Indianapolis Colts, the Jacoby Brissett-led Indianapolis Colts. 
we lost 19 to 13 that game. And then in 2020, when we lost to the Raiders, when they did the, uh, the bus, the bus victory laps afterwards. Um, yeah. but we are nine and 12 in the same games. We were at, um, double digit favorites. We are nine and 12 against the spread in the Mahomes era. So we don't really cover these big spreads that often in the Mahomes era, but anyway, um, I looked at Justin Fields, uh, in the Justin Fields era, they've been, uh, uh double digit underdogs only three times. Uh, and Justin Fields is 0-3 in those games, and he's also 0-3 against the spread, too. So not only are teams winning, they're also covering the spread, too, in the Justin Fields era. Um, and when you when you have offensive lines, when when you're playing with your reserves the entire time, yeah, it might be, uh, it might be tough to win those games. Um, but anyway, J.D., who do you have on Sunday, and do you have them covering the spread? Uh, so, y- yeah, definitely covering the spread. Uh, th- this is not a hard decision to make. Uh, it's not. It, it really isn't. Okay, uh, and I told you already that this thing is is it, uh, it's about us, you know, the Chiefs, offensively and defensively, establishing who they want to be and their identity. Okay, and I think it starts right here with the Bears. This is a great team to do it against. Uh, but I, I've got uh, the Chiefs winning uh, with a dominating performance, thirty-five to seventeen. 35 to 17. That's where, that's where I got them at. Okay. I think the defense, you know, they held them up to two touchdowns. Uh, I think this is, is one of those things that, I mean, I gave them 17 points. Excuse me. I, 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 I just think uh, we don't take the, the Bears for granted. And I, I just gave them 17. That's just what I think the, the it's going to be at. 35 to 17. Uh but hopefully they won't score that 17 points. Hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll keep them down lower than that, okay? Uh, but listen, there are two things that the Chiefs desire to do, okay? Do- dominate the Trouble Bears going forward, okay? And then you got to watch out for these guys who are, are troubled, who are, you know, right now trying to figure out everything that's going on. They're, they're bleeding, and they're a dangerous team like that because you start playing at their level, next thing you know, you, you, you're in a game – that you didn't think he was at. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, same thing, establishing an identity. But that's what I think. 35-17 is what the game's going to be. That's why. Yeah, I I, um, yeah, I think I'm pretty close with you, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying 42-14. to 14. Um, so okay. right, right, I, I think just as, like, you know, usually everyone always makes a joke that we always play down to our opponents. It's a kind of game where, like, somehow we'll win with the last second Harrison Butker field goal, um, which is funny because yeah. it's, it's true. But that's also when we are, are playing like at our peak. Because like even last year we had the we had the game against Indianapolis, and we we had, we had come off some pretty amazing offensive performances, and then we had a clunker against Indianapolis. But we haven't really had a really good offensive performance yet. So I feel like this is going to be something that we take the opportunity to put a bad team away early and actually look like the good offense that we are. So yeah, I think yeah. So that's why I'm going forty-two to fourteen. Um, I think Mahomes gets over three touchdowns this week, like I had last week, but he but he didn't. <laughs> yeah, I definitely he'll definitely get over three touchdowns this week, no no doubt about it. You know, this is another week that that Travis Kelsey is healthier, another week that Kadarius Tony is healthier, another week that Snead is healthier, right? So, uh, we, we're going to start getting these guys back to you know to, to the full strength, uh, but I I do think it's going to be a dominant performance against the Bears this week. No doubt about it. No doubt. Yeah, And it's the uh, second 
uh, highest uh, total points over under for the weekend. The highest the highest point total is uh, the Broncos and Dolphins game. That's 48 points total, um, but they have us at 47 and a half, so only a little bit below them. But every, everyone's buying that Tua uh, Miami Dolphins stock right now. I, I hear you. I hear you. Two is the high, highest as of right now. Betting odds have two as the highest odds to win the MVP right now. Mahomes second. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> helps out. Helps out having a cheetah. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mahomes has proved it with and without. Right. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us. Uh, again, we really thank everyone who's been sticking with us all throughout the week and all the different shows we're doing now. I know some of you guys have been dying for us to do uh, Chief Concerns Daily for a long time. And, you know, we're, we're giving we're giving it to you four times a week now. So, like, yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this. And we're, we love seeing the engagement and stuff. And um, we'll see you tomorrow night or Friday night on the, uh, the live stream for the, the, the uh, Chief Concerns betting show. So, we'll see you again. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.